Wait. All right. And I think we're live this time. That's yeah. green. I was like, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> Last time I was a runner at the start and you were like, on your mark, get set. Oh, hold on. What time is it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Welcome to episode 106. This episode two will see we talk about Mortal Lords of Combat, Picard beam down, and Guardians of the Uber. I'm Mount Forrest. And I'm Anton Blanc. I really am proud of myself that I didn't stumble over that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How was your week, man, Anton? Not bad. Uh, I don't think I did much this week. It was just work and then going home and just knock out. Yeah. yeah, nothing really stands out. Yeah, um, same. I've just been going to work. Uh, I, I've tried working on my costume uh, however, whenever I could throughout the week, um, mm-hmm. except for one night where I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to go straight to bed. I'm just, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. In the Actually, mood. I did do some shopping, though. I mean, I got some new shirts. Okay. Um, I don't know if you see this one. Oh, I just got this one, too. Oh, yours is Pokemon? Yeah, the, the original three. Actually. I actually got some new Pokemon shirts too, but um, I also got some new Blizzard shirts. Do you notice any of the characters on here? Uh, Genji. I can't. Uh-huh. I can't really tell the other ones. It's a mixture. Of so it's like a, different. This is the Blizzard ones. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Let me show you. Yeah. One night I was just like uh, working on the costume, and I was like, uh, you know what? I gotta stop here, because mm-hmm. one thing I forget too when I, like doing like a uh, costume stuff like that is. The measurements are so stressful, and everything's done by like freehand, right? even with a ruler. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if the ruler moves a little bit, you're like, "Oh crap!" Um, mm-hmm. So I'm I'm sending some pictures right now to just show images. And th- w- uh, seriously, this took me like an hour and a half, and I was like, "You know what? I'm good with just this." Are you sewing by hand? No, no, no not sewing, not sewing. This is just like literally just measuring out templates, oh, especially okay. with like fabric that doesn't literally lay mm-hmm. down flat. Um, oh, okay. sometimes I like I, I want to account for like ridges or like the seams mm-hmm. um, but yeah I put the images in the show and I put the pictures in the show images for on discord mm-hmm. so you can see like th- literally this is like an hour and a half of work because I was trying to just measure 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 trying to get the proportions oh, I right see. I see what you're doing there okay yeah that's cool um, so my question is uh, are you gonna have America's ass I mean I have been doing squats and running the treadmill like crazy, so <laughs> doing the old fashioned way there. No no foam needed there. Uh-huh. Um but yeah, so I mean I honestly I probably have like a, one more template I need to make, and that's for the mm-hmm. arm part. Uh-huh. Uh he has two stripes and the shield insignia. Yeah. Uh and then beyond that, I think it's just cutting this out in foam and just uh, I'm gonna use a hot glue gun. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So I mean mm-hmm. hopefully it should be done by this weekend and good to go for Comic Con. All right, dude. Yeah. All right. Um, any other week updates? Are we good? Uh, nope. I think we should uh, get into the actual news this weekend. All right. All right. So, uh, starting out with news here. What's going on with Kamal Nanjiani? Okay. Kumail Nanjiani was supposed to be on Conan a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but the producers didn't get a call from him until like half an hour before they started shooting the show. And you heard about this, right? Yeah, I posted about it on our Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. I feel bad for the guy. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I feel bad for Kumail because he couldn't make it because he was shooting yeah. uh, a TV show. Well, okay. So so I'll, 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 I'll paint this the way I read it. So first of all, I read okay. it as uh, Kamal not cancels on Conan. 
And then the first literal half of the article is them talking about how Kumal, uh, how, how Conan had to adjust last minute. They haven't had a, a, an actor cancel or guest cancel on them since like, mm-hmm. uh, what's her name? Um, uh, Eliza Minnelli. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, like in the 90s. In 19, 1996. Yeah, 1996. Mm-hmm. Like, so it was like, you know, over 30 years since somebody's canceled on him. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they usually try to book the show for just one guest. So they can focus mm-hmm. on that guess, and the rest of the show is just like having fun or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, man, I'm like this does not sound like him. Like, the, like you know, like maybe all these projects have get, has gotten to him or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's literally not until like the last like I, I'm seventy percent into the article that I read. Oh, it's because he was tied up with filming Silicon Valley. Like they were doing late like late shoots, and he yeah. couldn't leave. Yeah, so uh, it's cool that Conan can pretty much do an impromptu show based on nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, but it, it's the, okay. So the funny thing is because Kumail didn't make it there, mm. uh, he was supposed to promote his movie Struber that's coming out uh, next week. Yes. So the funny thing is Conan and Andy said was because he didn't come to get the cookie, uh, <sighs> he doesn't get to promote the the movie. So instead, what they did was they promoted a different movie that was competing against Struber that weekend. Yeah, some small movie they said they wanted to promote, right? That, that probably wouldn't get any shine if they didn't if they didn't promote it. Yeah. So they're like, you know, we're just gonna we're just gonna screen some um some teaser trailers for the movie next week. So they ended up showing Lion King over and over and over and over again. Wait, um, wait so So did they pretty much fill that time with that they would have used for his interview with just Lion King footage? Yeah, it's it's the actual trailer <laughs> oh, God. of uh, the Lion King, like the, the new one. So uh, it's funny. So Conan ended up like interviewing one of his assistants. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, Andy, you know, Andy Richter, right? No, no. Um, it, it was one of the other assistants. Oh, okay, the girl okay. that uh, I don't know if you've seen one of them, but uh, one of the sketches was where he was helping her to get a brand new car. <laughs> it was like a, well, a used Yeah, car. you're right. And I think ever since he left um late night, he mm-hmm. uh he's gotten more like behind the scenes with his like his his crew. Um mm-hmm. a lot of like the skits start with him just kind of going through like the the backstage or whatever, like the offices. Yeah. And Yeah, and it's actually really funny. Yeah, like he he's literally just harassing people while they're working like, "Dude, I'm working on your show." Like don't bother me. You want me. You want this done by the end of the week. Yeah, like like the executive producer, um, Jordan Shalansky. Yeah, he usually goes into his office because it, it's like cluttered with stuff everywhere. Yeah, and he never cleans his office, so they always make fun of him about that. Um, but anyways, uh, they went back from commercial break, and Kumail actually sent a video in apologizing. Yeah. And it was uh, Tom Middleditch, uh, which is one of the other guys, or a lot of people would know him as the Verizon guy now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he apologized and said, I can't remember my lines. That's why, you know, we're yeah. shooting this late. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> so then right after that clip, uh, Conan's like, uh, yeah, I mean, at least he said sorry. And then you see his assistant who's being interviewed. Uh, it's her time, to, her turn to talk. So she's like, all right, here's a clip of the Lion King. <laughs> so it goes back up. And, 
Yeah, so it's funny that they were able to do that. So that that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So that's pretty much what. Yeah, I have the the quote from because Kamal he, he he sent this tweet out uh, as he's watching the show. Uh, it says, "At uh, Conan O'Brien is my comedy hero. Him and Annie Richter are the reason I started comedy." Mm-hmm. So this clip is uh, he's talking about the actual like the intro that went as mm-hmm. as Conan is explaining to the audience literally what just happened like the news he heard half an hour ago i said so this clip is something i would love if it wasn't if it was about anybody else other than me but it's about me and i'm truly mortified it sucks dude (laughs) yeah people are gonna give him shit for a while (laughs) oh uh somebody uh at t gag murphy says you are the liza minnelli of comedy Yeah. It's just, a, I mean, it's a terrible scheduling thing. It's just, it sucks. Like, mm-hmm. it it's bound to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like all he can do is hope that, like, somebody else screws up more than he did. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I did that. I mean, it's a, it's an amazing episode uh, just to watch and be entertained. So, I mean, I mean Conan is a comedian. Like, so he's good mm-hmm. on his, on his feet. Like, you know, this is kind of, in, in a way, an extension of dealing with hecklers. Like he has to think quickly mm-hmm. and and still be funny, kind of like tap dancing on the on the stage. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, all right, Tom. Uh, so what's going on with Cuphead? Okay, so Cuphead anime series is actually a real thing happening. Uh, Cuphead is based on a video game that is on uh, a lot of the systems now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like a, a side scrolling platformer. Uh, and some of the levels are really ridiculously hard, but it's so fun to play it because all you need to do is just press a couple buttons just to jump and shoot um, out of snaps. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, Netflix is signed on to do the animated series. And uh, of course. I really like the artwork on this game, dude. It looks so... It looks like a, a actual live cartoon that you can actually move around, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the artwork is amazing, and I, I'm really excited for something like this to um, come come to be because we don't really get these type of animations anymore. I mean, we used to watch like Looney Tunes, um, Darkwing Duck, and you know all these other hand drawn shows. So this is what it looks like. Actually, is like a hand drawn show instead of like being refined. Yeah. Um, no, and, and as you were talking about, that's like, I was thinking back to the pictures I would see of Cuphead, and you're right, it's, it kind of reminded me of those, like, when we were kids and Cartoon Network had, like, those, like, shorts called Cartoon Cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looked, oh, yeah, like, so, yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Mm-hmm. So, you're mm-hmm. right, it's a hand-drawn animation that's very iconic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. Yep. yep. Uh, so, what's up with Flintstones? I heard, I heard something... Whoa! So, yeah. so, so, somebody's getting excited there. All right. Uh, so the Flintstones, among a lot of other things, it's getting a reboot. Also, um, more than likely, it's going to be part of the WB, uh, which I think they announced yesterday called HBO Max. Max, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is really weird that Warner Brothers <laughs> is getting bored of that. Uh, so mm-hmm. yeah, HBO Max uh, is probably going to get the show. It's going to be an adult comedy uh, with the Flintstones rebooted, and Elizabeth Banks is one of the producers. Mm. Is it going to be animated or live action? Animated. Um, okay. I'm assuming they're trying to bring back the Flintstones in like uh, the style of Family Guy or American Dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the funny thing is, like those shows came like you know, the American Dad was kind of an American Dad. Uh, uh, family Guy was kind of mirrored off the Flintstones family comedy, family cartoon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just kind of funny that the Flintstones going to get rebooted in that style, also. Yeah. 
It's interesting to see, you know, a lot of these animated um, shows for primetime to be more edgier than they used to be. I mean, you know, there are times where uh, when we used to watch Simpsons and it felt very edgy. And when Family Guy came out, oh, it's even, next you know, step. it even stretches way before, way beyond, you know, all that. Um to see Flintstones, it's a little different for me. I mean, if it really well, goes down that route. Well, the funny thing is, I think Family Guy, Robot Chicken, um, mm-hmm. and other like parody comedies, they've kind of made fun of the Flintstones in this style. I mean, I, I can distinctly yeah. hear uh, Fred making the joke, saying like kind of like uh, being the like a, a, a abusive husband saying, ah, I got to do everything around here. I guess I got to get my own rocks off, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh Flintstones is Hanna-Barbera, right? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it, it does make sense to bring it back because... Scooby-Doo's come back. <laughs> yeah. And one of the main people that used to uh, work at... Um, not main, but one of the people that... Person that used to work at Hanna-Barbera yeah. is Seth MacFarlane. Really? Yeah. What did he do with them? He, I think he was working on Johnny Bravo. Oh, I love Johnny Bravo. Yeah, yeah, I love Johnny Bravo. I, I love when they and, did the uh, the crossover with uh, the the um, Scooby Doo, the the Mystery Machine group. Yeah, uh, yeah, and he actually tried to pitch the um, idea of Family Guy, but before it was Family Guy, it was just um, uh, Peter and the dog. Oh, it was like a buddy, buddy comedy. Yeah, yeah, and he actually had like a pilot thing, like he put together animation. And he pitched it to Hanna Barbera, but they never went with it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So remember that running gag in Scooby Doo where Daphne would always lose her glasses the worst time. Yeah. I I love the episode of uh, Johnny Bravo when they had Scooby Doo uh, the Scooby Doo crew uh, guest mm-hmm. star, and Daphne d- dropped her like she bumped into Johnny Bravo. They both dropped their glasses. Daphne's like, my glasses. I can't see my w- without my glasses. And John is like, my glasses. I can't be seen without my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> That was like oh, I think that funny. was like the first clip I ever showed my brother of Johnny Bravo that my brother actually started laughing. <laughs> 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 all right, that's um, anything else with the? Uh, wait, all right, that's my story. <laughs> yeah, <it's> your story. <laughs> Sorry, what else is going on? All right, let's move on. Uh, so Star Trek Picard, um, they actually had a poster that came out recently, and everybody's oh. talking about it online. And it's the the puppy that's on it. Everybody ha- has a love for dogs, and wait, wait, wait. they're really falling for this one. I might not have seen this one. Let me see. Because uh, the one I saw was, I mean, unless I, I missed the puppy. Mm-hmm. Um, because the, the one I saw, it was just him like in a long like leather duster and like the kind of it, it reminded me of um, a firefly, like that costume yeah. design. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. And he's on a farm. Uh, I don't think you can actually tell the background. Kind of like a like it almost looks like that that planet that uh. Uh, it's like a oh okay um for me i'm looking at the 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 poster right now it's the one where he's standing in front of a uh grape vineyard no i don't think that's when i saw then i think we're, i think I, I saw a different poster oh you're okay, right no so I, oh you're i missed it wow okay yeah we, it was the same poster i i just never saw the bottom part yeah of it. Huh. <laughs> yeah that was badass uh, mm-hmm. Also, I mean, how old is Patrick Stewart at this at this point? He's got to be in his eighties, right? <laughs> uh, let me see here. Let's see. I, I know that him and uh, Ian uh, McKellen. Yeah, yeah. He's they're they're both. Yeah, they're. Uh, he's seventy nine. Oh, I was close. 
<laughs> yeah, and then Ian is 80. Yeah. So they're neck to neck on the age, and they're like best buds. So, I mean, that's a big investment for a company to put their money behind even a one year investment into a guy at this at this age. I mean, knock on wood. Mm-hmm. I mean, Patrick mm-hmm. Stewart is like one of the most like geek geek centric people out there, aside from uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, like yeah, I, I would put him up there because he's an he's a big icon. Well, but not just that, but he embraces it so much, and he and he even like kind of makes fun of himself. Um, mm-hmm. even like his his guest appearances on American Dad, or you know, like he mm-hmm. yeah he he owns up to his geekiness and does not is not afraid to diverge and kind of play with it. Yeah. So uh yeah, I'm kind of excited to see the the series. So uh let's see what's gonna happen in the future. Um, all right, let's move on to our next uh, topic. Yeah, Space Jam Two. This one's the one with LeBron, right? Yeah, LeBron is a one uh, one of the producers and going to be starring in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, th- we got a real jam going on now, Anton, because uh, Don Cheadle is joining the cast. Oh, uh, wow. We still don't know what his character is going to be. If it's going to be a voice, or he's going to be him in there. Uh, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's exciting. He's uh, Don Cheadle is a great actor. Um, he mm-hmm. does both comedy and drama. So mm-hmm. I could see him being one of the main characters for this one, whatever the main story is going to be. Uh, I'm, I'm going to guess Don mm-hmm. Cheadle is going to play James's like agent. <laughs> Probably. Like, that, w- that would totally make sense. Cause I mean, he could be, he could do the comedy of both a supporting character, but then, you know, mm-hmm. if LeBron is, LeBron is doubting himself, Don can also get serious and dramatic. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, I mean, we're still far off from Space Jam too. I mean, the think it's come out. It's supposed to come out July of 2021. Mm-hmm. So we still got another year and a half or so, two years. Yeah. It's fine. All right. So what's going on with Lord Lords of the or Lord of the Rings? So Lord of the Rings is having a multiplayer. Uh, what is? I keep forgetting what MMO stands for. Uh, it's mass multiplayer multi- online. Massive. Yeah, massive multiplayer online. Uh, so they're gonna have their first MMO. Not well, actually, not their first. Yeah, I was uh, saying. Let me correct that. Um, Amazon is actually producing this series, and uh, this is gonna be on multiple platforms, mm-hmm. and uh, it's going to be free to play. Oh, and this is probably something that I'm very interested in because I love the Lord of the Rings series, but if you're able to really go around and explore the world of lord of the rings this is freaking awesome i mean uh i i can only imagine how crazy the battle for middle earth would be i don't really know a whole lot of details if you know it's going to take place uh during a certain time or after or before Mm -hmm. but if it's taking place during and then having all those stories happen in between and being able to you know play uh as part of those scenes yeah I think it would be freaking awesome, dude. Yeah, like the it, especially because yeah, it would be massive battles. I mean, everybody knows iconic mm-hmm. fight scenes from the movie. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so right now we said free to play. It reminded me of something else that came out this week, and I, we really should have talked about it in our week updates. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think about Doctor Mario so far? Uh, Doctor Mario, uh, it's a little different than the actual Game Boy version. Yeah, the um, the Game Boy version was more kind of a Tetris style, where it's just like you complete a stage and you move on to the next. There's no real story; just kind of keep keep endless gaming. Yeah, um, I really like that they they have more of a puzzle like feel to it, mm-hmm. where it's more to an extent. Um, they definitely borrow from like, Candy Crush. Yeah. 
but um it's kind of like um cuz i mean once you you know get one of the pills to um blow up on one side of the pill like it, oh. it splits in half you can actually take the second part of the pill and move it somewhere else yeah 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 which totally makes it a different game it, to the original it did take me some getting used to my first instinct was uh once i place it it's automatically going to go to the next stage i have no control over it but when they add that element of as soon as it breaks you i have to be aware enough to like grab it and move it to where else i need to go before it's too late that mm-hmm. adds more of a interactive element to the game that is intense. <laughs> yeah, so there's there's two modes in here. So there's the regular stages where it's like uh, different worlds, kind of like Candy Crush. Yeah. Uh, the second mode is um, the versus mode, and I I really like the versus mode because I play a lot of uh, Puzzle Fighter, mm-hmm. uh, which is like a Street Fighter but in uh, puzzle form or Puzzle Quest. Uh, I'm yeah and dude i when i play um puzzle quest i'm super fast Mm -hmm. so when i'm playing versus against somebody i'm i keep crashing down the the gems like one after the other uh this one i'm still trying to learn because once you move something if you mess up you mess up that whole entire area that you're trying to get to because you, you would have to put a bunch of these pills in order to make this big stack to blow up that area so then you can you know fix that area but um, yeah, I think it does take some learning to get to that point where you can just go super fast on it. Yeah, I mean, be very competitive. If anybody wants to uh, to add us, just uh, message us on one of our social medias, and we'll get your code. Mm-hmm. Why not? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. um, I, I I just got to level twenty, and I haven't touched it since then. But it's it's nice. It's different. Definitely better than I mm-hmm. was expecting. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, that's. I, I forgot to add that to our list, and I don't want to talk about it really quickly. Uh, all right, Anton, moving on. Uh, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. I still don't like that title. <laughs> okay. Uh, Star Wars uh, The Rise of the Resistance is a ride for uh, Galaxy's Edge at uh, Disneyland and Disney World. Um, this ride is supposed to open concurring with the opening date, but it got pushed back. Mm-hmm. Um, so they finally revealed the actual date for these two rides. Yeah. Um, they're going to let fans get inside of this ride on December 5th in Disney World. And then in California, it's January 17th. I wonder why they're waiting a month. This is, yeah, this is very interesting because they let people, um, get into the Disneyland version of Galaxy's Edge two months early. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, the the Galaxy's Edge here won't open for us until the end of August. So uh, it kind of balances out by opening Rise of the Resistance um, a month later in California and then a month earlier here. Mm-hmm. So basically, like, you know, it, it's kind of like a, a good trade. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm pretty excited, dude. I, 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 um, this is one of the biggest rides that they said uh, that this is going to blow away a lot of the other attractions that has ever been made. This is something that um, they're going to say is the AAA attraction for this land. Um, oh, and uh, there's a cast preview coming up over here uh, for Galaxy's Edge. Uh, they're doing it a little differently than the one in California. Uh, in California, cast members are able to reserve their time to go into the area mm-hmm. and ride whatever they want to ride. Uh, the one here only allows the cast member to bring one extra person 
and they're only allowed to do one thing. Okay. So it's just like you, you're, you're in, you're out. Yeah. Or like so, you're, you're in, you can only do one thing and then you, you can't do yeah, anything else. So why are you hanging out here? So you have a choice to do the Millennium Falcon. Okay. Um, the Cantina. Or uh, build your own droid and lightsaber. So you're only allowed to choose one of those. Mm. I don't know if they're doing that because there's more cast members here compared to California. But uh, well, I guess that's just how it has to be. Yeah. I, I'm Because, I mean, Millennium Falcon is going to be... I feel it's going to be the same either one, right? Like, they're going to... I don't think they're doing much variety there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a tough call. Because I, I, mm-hmm. those cast members have seen what the California version looks like. And I'm wondering if maybe, like, they're going to try to base it off, like, well, that one looks cooler. I'm going to try to do this one. Or I re- I'm really not a fan of rides, so maybe I'll do this. Yeah. And it, okay, so it, it's it's kind of weird that they're doing it this way because when we did the uh, cast previews for Avatar, mm-hmm. uh, this is back to, like, episode one, dude. Um, episode zero, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I went to that cast preview, we were allowed to bring three extra people, mm-hmm. and we were able to go wherever we wanted. Yeah, get some free range in there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think they just saw the popularity of the California one. All right, mm-hmm. um, let's going down this list. Uh, Sonic update. I think I know which one you're talking about here, Anton. Um, mm-hmm. Is this the update on the character redesign? Yeah. So uh, it looks like they have finished the design. For uh, the revised version of Sonic for the movie. Um, so we haven't really seen it yet, yeah. but they just announced mm-hmm. that they're done with the design. So hopefully um, they can get the movie done as soon as they can now. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's pretty much what's going I said on. They probably finished a character design and now they just have to render it into the movie, which is going to take time. We, yeah. we honestly probably won't see anything until they have at least a couple scenes rendered. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, we'll see. That's a big promise because I did see that tweet saying like, uh, fans are gonna be are gonna love the new design. I'm like, eh. we'll see. About yeah, that. I'm like, eh, don't see that. Just say redesign completed, coming soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you can't promise something, and you know. yeah, no. Uh, All right, Anton. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Okay, so we're actually getting another Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, uh, this time around, it's gonna be rated R, which means that there's gonna be some really crazy kick ass. Uh, fatalities in there um yeah i'm super excited for this dude i I don't know if they're going the okay so i think they are going a new route for this one Mm -hmm. uh they already casted some of the people that i think would be uh, a really good fit uh they're casting a lot of action um stars in this one i don't know if you ever seen the movie the raid uh but they uh they they hired that guy to play uh sub-zero so I'm kind of excited for that one. Yeah, I saw that preview. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, speaking of reboots, uh, well, actually, uh, before I finish this one, um, yeah, I, I saw the I saw the the release, and I was like, "Are we sure we want another one?" Like that's they've had three movies, and then they try to reboot, right? They try to reboot, but uh, they only did a uh, a some guy did a fan thing, and then WB liked it so much that. They uh they turned it into a series on YouTube, um with Machinima, mm-hmm. and um yeah it, it was just a tie in for the video games. But I mean, looking at the video games recently, especially the last one that just came out recently, 
it's freaking awesome. Yeah. It's something that I would just want to play because and, it, it, it kind of reminds you of the old ones. Well, and I think that's why they're they're giving us another shot because of the popularity of the last, I mean, the last release and then this new one is getting a lot of hype. Um, so I think that's what they're trying to give it. To, and I mean, dude, the graphics are just over the top, like the mm-hmm. violence. Um, mm-hmm. And it's funny because I was talking to my coworker about like video game violence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I asked him like, oh, would you let your daughter play vi- like violent video games? She goes like, that's fine. Like, I mean, but, like games are like games are different. You know, there's there's a difference, and uh, you know, if you teach your kid right, whatever. Um, and then I showed him like, I don't know, the new motorcycle pretty violent. She goes, well, I haven't seen the new one, but I mean, the old one wasn't that bad. I'm all like, eh. you're pretty bad. <laughs> I I sent her one of I forgot which character it was. I think it was Scorpion. Um, mm-hmm. pretty much blasted a hole in the middle of a guy's chest. The guy's heart is still beating, hanging from the center of the hole. And he just kind of yeah he he pulls it out rips it out and then yeah. and on top of that the the after he kills him by ripping his heart out he throws him up in the air and like impales him through the head mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I was like what the hell like okay th- yeah. that, this clip could have easily ended with a giant hole in the middle of the chest yeah so what did your uh, coworker say uh, she, after yeah she says no it. that's too much <laughs> I was like yeah <laughs> a little bit. Um, yeah. So, so one more bit of news there. You kind of reminded me of. I forgot to add it to our list. Uh, we're also going to be getting a Power Rangers reboot to the reboot video game, or is it the actual actual movie series movie? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so no Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, no Krispy Kreme. <laughs> oh God. Uh, no, no jerking off a cow joke at the first like five, five minutes of the movie. Oh no, Naomi Watts. No, Scott. No, not, not Naomi Watts. Not Naomi Scott. <laughs> Naomi Scott. Uh, no, Dacker Montgomery. <laughs> oh God. Um, no, Becky G's Gap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this came out of an AMA with uh, the guy that played the Red Ranger, uh, Decree Montgomery. The the cry. The cry. Mm-hmm. Forgot what his name is. Uh, because of the Dacker. This is Dacker. Yeah, Dacker Montgomery. Dacker Montgomery. Um, because of the release of season three of, of Stranger Things, uh, he did an AMA and somebody in there asked him about, if, is there going to be a Power Rangers sequel? Uh, and he said like, there is a Power Rangers sequel in the works, but it's not going to be, or it's, there is another Power Rangers movie coming out in the works, uh, but it's not going to involve me or any of the other cast members. Which sucks. Actually, kind of uh, for me, I kind of like them. So I, I okay. So I liked the the who they casted. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the 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 more real like world aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a huge fan of the costumes, which I get what they were mm-hmm. going for. They were going for like these are alien alien design costumes. They're gonna look funky to us anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't a fan of the Zords. I felt they were kind of like too weird looking. They didn't look like the, I mean, except for the T-Rex, they didn't really look like the thing they were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm kind of curious. See who's going to try to take uh-huh. a stab at this. Uh, I would like, uh, I would like to have Bill Hader come back. Oh God. Oh, he didn't, he nailed it. <laughs> oh, look, kids. Five different color coins. Five different color kids. Aye, 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 aye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that, I don't know. I'll see. We'll see. We'll see how they mm-hmm. how they start casting. Um, yeah. But yeah. Anyways, uh, ready to move on to our next segment called streaming. Sure. What's that? What? I mean, what's that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, streaming. Time. All right. There we go.
throw me off like that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, Anton. Uh, streaming, I haven't really been watching many new things. Uh, I've been really been kind of like, as I'm working on my costume, I'm watching re- reruns of uh, Hell's Kitchen, not Hell's, uh, Kitchen Nightmares. Um, mm-hmm. Some of them are just god-awful. Uh, the people, not the episodes. Uh, but yeah. I did start to check out this morning um, the new comedy special by Aziz Ansari called Right Now. Um, right now? Right, like yeah. Literally, you're watching that right now? Like right now in the background. Uh, okay. As you were talking, I was just listening. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it started, it starts off a little weird. Um, and it takes some getting used to the filming style. It looks mm-hmm. like they tried, I don't know if they actually used film or if it was just the, the way they rendered it. Um, but yeah. it has like a real, put noise in it, post production. Yeah. It looks really grainy. The, the, the mm-hmm. colors are kind of, uh, um, washed, washed out, out. there. I'll say white it out, washed mm-hmm. out. Um, but it's, it's very funny though. And it, and it's weird cause it very, right from the start. I mean, this is his first comedy special since uh, the uh, sexual misconduct accusations oh. uh, from last mm-hmm. year, and uh, he addresses it. He's like, he talks about it, like right up front, saying like uh, all the things he went through, like how he felt, um, and then finally he kind of like he tried. Yeah, because he he had a, a really big backlash last <clears throat> year, right? Yeah. So I mean, this is at the hype of not the hype, the peak of the Me Too movement. Uh, where like mm-hmm. I mean, literally, it was a witch hunt. Like everybody was like, they they had that success with uh, uh, Kevin Sp- uh, Spacey and um, uh, what's his name, um, Weinstein, mm-hmm. Harvey, Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein. I was like Jeremy Weinstein, yeah, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Um, and then I, I felt like the 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 movement was like, cool, who's next? Who's next? Who's who's next? And then uh, they started, you know, hashtag. Uh, Aziz Ansari, Me Too, was trending, and mm-hmm. everybody's automatic automatic assumption was like, "Oh, he raped a woman, blah blah blah." Like this, because a woman was accusing him of rape, and then mm-hmm. as you know, the interview started coming out with her, and her story started coming out. It was just a bad date, like it. Yeah, yeah, and was- I've asked my because I, I I I told my coworker, I've told my girlfriend about it, like. It's literally his accusation was um, they went on a date. She went with him because he was a celebrity. He didn't really think he was mm-hmm. that attractive, but she thought he was funny and um, she thought it'd be kind of fun to date a celebrity. And mm-hmm. they went back to her place. She she invited him. Uh, they were on the couch making out. She said she wasn't really mm-hmm. feeling it, but she's like, whatever, meh. He started getting kind of handsy. She went with it. Um, it, it pretty much went. I, I think they did everything except the actual act. Mm-hmm. Um, the main yeah. At which point she never said no. She never said, but the next day she said she regretted it. Therefore, he raped her. And then that's all like okay. Yeah. And that's I'm like you, you can't give consent. You can't say that. Well, like, you, you can't say you that. You can't give consent and then retroactively take back that consent after like you know, the act mm-hmm. is done. Um, yeah. So yeah. So I think like once that that story came out, people that actually read the story were like, oh, that's not rape, and mm-hmm. I, it pissed off women that were raped. Because saying like now you're making us look bad, um, you know, you're you're belittling our experience by you trying to tie yourself to to our experience. Um, yeah, and I think that I mean for the most part, Aziz apologized for um, being as pushy as he was with her, mm-hmm. and then he just kind of stayed like quiet. It's like I'm, I did my apology. Like what else am I gonna do? Um, so mm-hmm. in this comedy special, he talks about it. He talks about like like you know he went from uh confused to scared to like just kind of like a, a, a like a big roller coaster of emotions and mm-hmm. then uh he ends it with uh telling that it's like you know what like one of his friends told him like when he heard the story he heard what happened um it made him think back to previous states that he was been on 
and kind of mm-hmm. like you start reevaluating like your own experiences and you kind of goes like you know what that's you know if, if something had to come out of this at least you know it's people it's getting people talking or thinking about their own actions yeah yeah and then he goes what's well, a hell of a way to start a comedy special huh guys oh <laughs> 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 um, wow yeah but I, I the part i still haven't finished it but now he's getting to the part where it's like uh talking about r kelly and michael jackson that stuff um mm-hmm. racism that's always a good one <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's so funny, dude. I I think Aziz is finally getting away from that thing where he just like makes funny voices and just yells. He's mm-hmm. really like digging into the actual comedy aspect of the topics he's he's talking about and presenting mm-hmm. it in an Aziz way. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this this is quite different than than all the other stand up because this one he's trying to you know talk about you know his life issues and sharing his point of view of you know, something that people don't really see on all, the other side of it. Yeah. All his jokes are mm-hmm. him talking about what happened and then mm-hmm. tying it back to, again, right now, in this moment. Um, mm-hmm. The part that I was watching before you texted me this morning is um, he was talking about, um, actually, I was talking about racism um, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty much saying like how, how white people are trying to play this game, this, this secret candy cut crush game of trying mm-hmm. to outwoke themselves or uh, uh, no, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, for for what the the word he used, but pretty much like trying to trying to be progressive, trying to support minorities, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah, like he he kind of ties it back to like you know like we can try all this stuff about like you know trying extra hard to not be uh I don't know if that was me or something, but I felt, I felt shaking. Um, all this like like uh trying hard to earthquake. I, I don't maybe we've had a couple of small ones. <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh, so trying not to like be, be trying to be sensitive to other cultures, blah, blah blah. But trying like over the top. And the example he uses like somebody in the comments saying, um, talking about that news story, that white girl that wore uh, the Japanese uh, um, uh, outfit. I forgot what it was, it was called to her prom. A kimono. It was a kimono. I can't. Remember, I don't know which one, which outfit it was. Um, mm. And then like people were saying like, yeah, cause I love going in the comments because then it's always white people trying to outwoke the other white person. So one person saying, oh, how dare they? That's a Japanese traditional outfit, blah, blah, blah. How dare a white person steal that? And then somebody else replied to him, well, actually, it was stolen from the Taiwanese and then blah, blah, blah. And it's like, damn, he just outwoke him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's going to be always an issue. Um, as long as, you know, a lot of the whole uh, culture clashes yeah. and... Uh, I mean, there's so many cultures, so many races out there. But, there's always a traditional way to do things, but when it comes down to respecting one another, I, I don't think there will always be something that where people can compromise. But the, but it's, there's always something. Yeah, and and his point was like, there's yeah, you're right. You're, there's always going to be something. Um, mm-hmm. We think we're being the most progressive more progressive than our grandparents who had their, their, they use very questionable terminology. Like mm-hmm. he says like, Oh, crazy rich Asians. My grandma referred to it as that one movie with all those Orientals. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But it's like, yeah, like, like, Good movie. like we're focusing on all these things, calling each other out, mm-hmm. calling, like, you know, uh, like, yeah, pretty much like trying to call each other out saying like how one person is more woke than the other. Meanwhile, 50 years from now, we're going to be trying to apologize to our grandchildren uh, who are judging us and us trying to explain? Well, back then there was just homeless people everywhere. We didn't give a shit. Like, 
All we did was like, I'm just going to walk past him. Hopefully he's asleep and he's not one of those homeless person that chases me. Or mm-hmm. I'm just going to get on this uh, on my motorized, uh, uh, pay to ride motorized scooter and just ride away. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, 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 I love the comments. But I, I think it took me like five, ten minutes to get used to the, the, the production design uh, choice there with the whole yeah. graininess. Um, mm-hmm. But the comedy itself, dude, it, I think he nailed it. This, it, it it's mm-hmm. something that I've been saying for a while. Um, and again, like to me, racism is everywhere, but not everything is hate based. And I think that's the key. Mm-hmm. That's the key thing is what is your intention? Um, mm-hmm. Like I make Asian jokes. You make Mexican jokes. We're best yeah. friends. Like, yeah, I know you. I, don't, I know you. <laughs> so it cancels that. No, not just not just that, but like I know you don't mean anything by like anything. Like you're not trying to be mean. Yeah. You're not trying to be like we're we're just having. I'm fun. I'm not trying to kill a Mexican. Whoa, 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 whoa time, time out, sir. <laughs> now you've gone too far. Yeah. Just because I hit that one Asian guy. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, but I'm saying like it's different. I think intention is the key thing. Now you can't just think that something out of context. So uh, mm-hmm. I think you should check it out, dude. If you like these other comedy specials, you'll love this one. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, as decent. Sorry, right now on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's right now on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. Uh, before we go into movies, I forgot to tell you something in the week updates. Um, my parents uh, got a new car. Oh, they finally did it. Okay, and I think uh, yeah, was it last week or you were telling me something like they were shopping for a new car, the Lex. They, yeah. they, they're getting rid of yeah. get rid of the Lexus, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, they already got a paper for uh, the Lexus at CarMax, so they're going to trade it in. Uh, as soon as they de- they get delivery of their car, uh, is it more than three thousand? Yeah, uh, it's three thousand flat. Oh, okay, uh, that's not bad. But I'm that, I'm surprised they even. I I know, much. and that, my first guess was gonna be a thousand dollars. I think that's because the car is like what twenty years old? Not twenty years old. No, uh, it's two thousand and three. Oh, okay, so yeah. fifteen years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's. I mean, that's so good though. I mean, I I, mm-hmm. I think if I traded in my old Explorer, which at the time would have been. About 15 years old, I think they would just give me a thousand bucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, that's good. Yeah. So, what they get? Uh, can you guess? I said, uh, they're waiting for their delivery. Oh, they got a Tesla. Yeah, they got a Tesla. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, how- they, were, they were supposed to get it on uh, last uh, Wednesday, but uh, when they went to pick it up, uh, they paid, they did paperwork and everything, everything was ready. They got out to the car. There was a couple of scratches on the um, the lights in the front, and the hood is kind of lopsided. One side's hanging. Uh, one side has like a really big gap. One side is kind of flush. Oh, so it wasn't. So, it wasn't like f- symmetrical. Yeah, and I know that uh, Tesla cars, seventy five percent of them are being machined, mm-hmm. uh, put together. The other twenty five percent are hand. Um, yes, and I'm assuming this yeah. is the hand one because the machine ones they have lasers to measure gaps, especially gaps for aerodynamic purposes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so I think that's what happened there. Yeah, um, that sucks, dude. But I mean, at least they're gonna get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so how? Yeah, paper went through, money wired. They're just waiting for the car. Um, how long until you start slapping eighty stickers and the two OC stickers on it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We're gonna have to see. Uh, uh, no, that's cool, dude. I mean, your parents—they take care of their cars. I think that's they're overdue. Mm-hmm. They, it's yeah. like, it'll be nice to see a Tesla driving around here. I'll know it's them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, Anton. Yeah. Uh, ready to get into our last segment, movies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's get into movies. Sweet. Sweet. 
All right, Anton, uh, box office numbers. Let's see here. So we're recording Saturday, so I'll give you the, the numbers as of Thursday. Uh, mm-hmm. Number one, Spider-Man Far From Home with $229.2 million. Uh, number two, Toy mm-hmm. Story 4 with $325.7 million. Number three, mm-hmm. kind of surprising here, yesterday with $41.5 million. Uh, number four, Aladdin, uh, which kind of falling down a little bit with $325.6 million. And mm-hmm. I just realized that Toy Story passed Aladdin by literally 100,000 right now. Yeah. Toy Stories. That's Toy Story. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, and number five, mm-hmm. Animal Comes Home with 55.2 million. Um, this weekend, we have uh, Stuber and Crawl, I want to say. Crawl, yeah. That one with the alligators. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> Such a stupid premise. <laughs> well, okay. So, I'll, uh, okay. I'll go into my review of Stuber because that's the one I, I, I watched yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay. I will say the reviews were kind of weird. So, for Stuber, the critics hated it, but the audience loved it. For Crawl, mm-hmm. critics loved the movie. And really? the review huh. well, the reviews were like you you're going in there knowing exactly what you're gonna get and they deliver that. Um mm-hmm. but you're right. I really think that this is them trying to piggyback off the Sharknado popularity. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. could just be that like reviewers are trying to say that they liked it first once this kind of becomes a cultural uh, pop culture uh, hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think the, the the premise is that there's like a, a hurricane or a flood or something that happens in a town, um, and then that allows crocodiles to move into neighborhoods, um, and this follows the story of a woman and her family um, that are pretty much being surrounded by crocodiles in their home as, as it's flooding, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which is actually based on true footage. I, I'm assuming because there's videos that come out of Florida from like hurricanes of crocodiles and sharks um yeah and but i mean this this oh this okay. this is a different level this is a totally different level yeah yeah, yeah. this is like creep like a really creepy alligator that just keeps following you <laughs> i think that the actual event is basically just an alligator you know in in a home and it's just one event but this movie keeps going <laughs> wait uh, did you watch it no, oh, okay, okay, no. okay, okay. Look at the oh, okay, trailer. Okay. It's like, I know. how is this it, being realistic? Um, yeah, yeah, but I, I think they're just trying to piggyback, piggyback off the Sharknado thing and then kind of taking into account mm-hmm. all the story, all those like viral videos of crocodiles and sharks yeah. in flooded areas. I, I love how the, the, the trailer is just that girl going, uh, I tricked you, you motherfucker. Good job. You <laughs> like, tricked a freaking prehistoric it. animal. <laughs> I think like their brains are the size of like a freaking tennis ball or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> good job yeah um hey uh you know what uh there is a movie that i really wanted to see that came out this week uh it actually got a really high score it's the farewell and that uh stars aquafina Ooh. um yeah it it's where uh she lives in the u.s and or canada i can't oh yeah u.s and um her parents told her that her grandma has cancer mm-hmm. but nobody knows okay so they have to go back and like take care of her, but you know, even the grandmother doesn't know that she has cancer. Yeah, I mean, it's only out in four theaters, so it's very, very select release. But it's a mm-hmm. uh, it's distributed by A twenty four. It's like A twenty four is one of those companies I'm seeing a lot of this year. I think they're even doing mm-hmm. the movie Midsummer, right? Yeah, Midsummer. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. is it an older production company that got that that switched their name? I don't know actually, but I've been seeing a lot of that. Like A twenty four, yeah. 
All right, Anton. Uh, what is this Spider-Man update? I think I know what it is, but I... Okay. Okay, so there's two things. Uh, one thing is if Spider-Man doesn't make a billion dollars, uh, Sony breaks free of the contract. Of so of, of that, inclu- that's a little risky. Of include of Spider-Man being in the M- MCU. Yeah. Like Sony get Sony gets to pull pull Spider-Man out of the MCU. Yeah, but why would you do that? But <laughs> it, well, it, it looks good that you know that it doesn't look like they're going to be out of it at any time so that that's a good thing but for that to be in the contract that's just crazy i mean globally uh, yeah. and this is uh let's see here we are 11 days in globally right now it's at 635 million mm-hmm. well once it goes to dvd or blu-ray okay so they're so they're counting yeah. merchandising and, and distribution i mean uh and i think okay. so mm-hmm. all right that's not bad that's mm-hmm. good um yeah. i'm trying to see where oh go ahead so another spider-man update uh kevin feige says that the next spider-man is going to be something that they've never ever done in film before mm-hmm. so i don't know what that's supposed to mean yeah um uncle ben no <laughs> <laughs> uh uncle ben is alive yeah i know uncle <laughs> no seriously uncle ben's alive there um yeah there's it's an original story not pulled from comic books which i think it's a big promise because the comic books have touched on so many different variety of things different universes mm-hmm. different storylines uh i can easily see this being called out like somebody going into it and like pulling out random little things and saying oh this came out of this comic and this one in this year <laughs> on i think they're probably going to do okay just just a wild guess I think there's probably going to be two Spider-Mans in this next Spider-Man movie. Uh, they've done that in comic book form, haven't they? Yeah, they have with the Miles Morales. No, but I meant like at the same time, like, you know, yeah. two Spider-Mans working together to... Because, I mean, the Miles Morales is... That's how they introduced them. Like, That's how they introduced Miles Morales is that the it was Spider-Man. He sw- uh, I didn't read the comic book, but the story was... Because uh, uh, Spider-Man dies. Well, Spider-Man switched brains or bodies or whatever with Doc Ock. And mm-hmm. then when everything came back, Spider-Man was dead. But Miles was already involved. So there was kind of two, yeah. two Spider-Mans there. Yeah. I don't know. So I think Miles Morales is probably going to be in the next one because maybe he blipped to... Or he didn't blip, so he's four years older. Yeah. Well, no, he, he didn't snap, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, could be because they did introduce his uncle, uh, which played by uh, uh, Don Donald Glover uh, mm-hmm. in the first one in Homecoming, and he mentions mm-hmm. that he has a, na- a nephew, a nephew uh, that lives in a neighborhood he wants it to be a safer area. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Donald Glover's character is actually uh, what's his name Prowler in uh, the mm-hmm. comic book, which is actually makes a, mm-hmm. a big. A, if you watch. Spider-Man uh, into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse. They, they mm-hmm. show you the relationship with him and the, his uncle. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that'd be interesting. I, I would I would love to have a Miles uh, storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, just as long as... It... Intertwining with the... Because I, I know that Tom Holland only has a certain amount of time with his contract. But that'd be freaking crazy, dude. Can you imagine? Like, if they did keep both Spider-Mans, for example... That would mean that they would have two different Spider-Man movies. And, you know, uh, um, Peter Parker is probably going to go into space and do space things. And um, Miles Morales can take care of, you know, Earth, you know, which is going to be totally freaking awesome. 
And that's going to be something that they've never done before, which totally makes sense because yeah. they've never really had like a full on uh, Miles Morales live action. Or you know? they're going to have the, the flexibility to, to switch between MCU and the Sony standalone, not standalone, but Sony universe. You know, one yeah. year they have a Sony one, one year they have an MCU one. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I like your strategy though, because that would make sense because, I mean, MCU really does want to go uh, cosmic. They made that declaration for phase four. Um, and the the ending of uh, Spider Man kind of uh, reiterates that, mm-hmm. and so that'd be freaking awesome, dude. You get two Spider Man movies a year. That's and I'm sure it shoots straight out of the water. Well, and because Spider Man has been involved in the MCU, I don't think they actually got to explore a lot of the Spider Man mythology. I mean, we haven't gotten Oscorp. Uh, we haven't really gotten this corporation. It's always been the the bigger threats or the upcoming villains. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's. I'm. I'm kind of curious. See, I. I like your sales pitch there. I'm down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. The other thing, Anton. There's uh some of the Easter eggs that was coming from Spider-Man. Uh, Far from Home. Um. One of which was in the end credit, the the last one, where as Spider-Man is swinging through the city, two things happen. Uh. One, which you can see in the trailer. Uh. He is gliding through the air and is going through the middle section of the Avengers Tower, which has now. Like a garden, like a little like foresty area, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. So some people are suggesting that means that the tower is under new ownership. It's no longer just like abandoned or whatever. Um, it's been redesigned. Possibly another company, Oscorp. Fantastic Four. Uh, Oscorp. Oscorp or Fantastic Four <clears throat> yeah. have purchased it. Um, I think in the comics it was Fantastic Four Tower before it, mm-hmm. it became the Avengers Tower. Um, mm-hmm. And I think they they sw- they pointed out is as he was swinging. He passes by a construction zone and it has like those banners that says like, uh, you know, please pardon our air. Uh, we, you know, coming soon, blah, blah, blah. And sometimes you have banners that says, we can't wait to, we can't wait to show you what's coming next. Uh, you usually see that for shopping centers. So they had that signed in the scene followed by Spider-Man swinging by uh, a number one, two, three, and a question mark. Uh, people are pointing out that the numbers one, two, and three are the same color design as the Fantastic Four characters, three of the and number four is invisible. Yeah. So they could be hinting at a Fantastic Four uh movie coming soon. Um mm-hmm. which makes sense because now Fox is uh, Fox movies is stoned by a uh, is stone is owned by Disney. They were stoned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't care what happens, I think we should totally line up for the Marvel panel at Comic Con. What do you say? <laughs> uh, see. I know it's gonna be like the other something crazy, but well, the less more exciting theory between the one, two, three, and four is that mm-hmm. Marvel is just excited to show you how big the universe is gonna get in Phase Four. Yeah, uh, but we'll see. I mean, that's mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's a lot of dude. Comic Con's freaking next week, dude. I know, <laughs> Jesus. I'm already tired. I'm already tired thinking about it. As I was waking up this morning, I'm like, I'm not gonna be able to sleep in next week. <laughs> <laughs> all right hold on. Yeah. uh let's get into my review of stuber okay uh so stuber is uh i mean a detective recruits a uh, detective played by dave bautista recruits an uber driver played by kamal nanjiani who we spoke about earlier um and takes him on an unexpected night of adventures um so yeah so the pr- it's kind of like uh the movie Colla- collateral with tom cruise i never saw it i that's funny really? funny i didn't i wasn't oh. expecting that to be the premise of collateral Damn. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, the whole premise is that the cop um lost his partner in the beginning part of the movie to this drug drug dealer. 
Um, his partner was played by uh, Nebula, Karen Gillan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so six months later, he uh, blames himself. Uh, part of the reason why he wasn't able to help her and or avenge her is because he lost his glasses during the first fight scene. Uh, so six months mm-hmm. later, he you know says I'm, he's been tracking down the drug dealer, and he decides to get LASIK. The day he gets LASIK, where he has to be like you know his vision's gonna be still blurry, it's gonna be still recovering, um, is the day he gets a hot tip on where the drug dealer is, and comedy ensues. <laughs> um, I you know this movie was not on my radar. I think this is one of the movies mm-hmm. I could have easily waited for DVD and been fine with. Uh, but my girlfriend yeah. thought it was funny. She she likes the um, Kamal um, Nanjiani. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I I love Dave Bautista as as uh, as Drax. But I was like, you know, I kind of mm-hmm. want to see Dave's comedy without him being painted up, like just him being goofy, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And dude, I freaking love this movie, dude. It's it's <clears throat> it's dumb, but mm-hmm. it's a smart dumb. Like it's really there's parts where. It's just Kamal in the background going on rants. Like, there's part where there's a part where where uh, they're they're trying to find bullets in a in a storage locker, and mm-hmm. Kamal's like looking at pictures of Dave Bautista's character with his, his family, and he mm-hmm. goes, "Oh, you can smile. Oh, so that's good to know. Oh, your face looks kind of weird when you smile. You know, your face looks kind of weird when you don't smile. Your face just looks weird." <laughs> I was like, I was like, I mean, that was like the short version of it, but really, it's like a minute of him just like, wow, that's a very long way to just like talk smack on somebody that's like three times your size. I bet you it's a, it's probably improv too. It, it, that that whole it scene might have been, uh, and it's a lot of at least the first couple parts. If anybody has ever been an Uber driver, uh, Lyft driver, whatever, uh, the first ten minutes of the movie uh includes a sequence of kamal inclu- picking up a variety of people uh one guy is stoned and kamal is being asked to uh go through the drive-thru and place an order <laughs> for at the at the fast food place uh, mm-hmm. one of them is uh two girls clearly drunk uh not knowing where they want to go uh another guy's just being creepy <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's it's so funny dude um i'm i'm sad that karen gillen's character is taking out like she, she's the motivation for the character for dave bautista's character uh mm-hmm. because karen and dave they work so well together dude you can tell that they've uh they've been on set together through guardians of the galaxy and all that um because the chemistry is just there uh one thing i do want to point out though this movie is more graphic than i've expected uh, yeah. y- you literally see people's head get smashed in, or or, or a bullet go right through the back of their head. Um, mm-hmm. it's done somewhat tastefully, like it's a quick shot. It's not like they linger on on the shot or whatever, or like they make it extra gruesome. But it's something mm-hmm. like it's a quick cut, and you're like, wait, what? Um, <laughs> uh, there, there's a part where a guy gets his head smashed in by so, a pro painting. So it's like an instant kill thing that you don't eat, like. Yes, you know the person got yes. shot, and like, and their like... body does that whole thing, <laughs> and you see like a little. <laughs> yeah um yeah dude it, it's funny dude i i recommend it so this is definitely uh if you need a break from the kid movies and uh all the like the old super intense movies coming out right now uh stuper mm-hmm. i i couldn't recommend it. I, I would give it a uh, 3.8 out of 5 okay so a decent comedy to to it's really funny um mm-hmm. there's <laughs> There's a part where uh, he's uh, Kamal's character is giving uh, is giving and taking advice from a male stripper. 
<laughs> and he's just hanging out. He's just hanging out in, in, a, in like the locker room behind the strip club, uh, talking mm-hmm. very personally. As a uh, guy, like super buff guys are just walking around towels. Um, <laughs> just it, it's it's just weird comedy, um, and it's done in a very subtle way sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I, I I like I appreciate that they don't just spoon feed you stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not cheesy or anything. So that that's a good thing. It's cheesy, but the the stuff they, that's cheesy about it, they do it on purpose, and they don't mm-hmm. they don't uh, extend it. They don't milk mm-hmm. it, and, I, and that's what I like about it. And it's not cheesy like those movies. Like, but it, so they move on. Yeah, like they it, move on. If it hits, it hits. If it doesn't hit, exactly. They they don't they don't they don't call back to it and stuff like that. It just keeps moving forward. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's I I I don't know what to say with that without giving too many of the jokes away. So I'll just leave it there. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out mm-hmm. Stuber. Okay. All right. Uh, is that it? Are we done? Yep. I think that's it. Let's wrap it up. All here. right. If people want to keep our cheesiness going, how can they do that? <laughs> they can do that by going to our website at www.thetoasty.com and uh, maybe buy a sticker or a t-shirt, uh, maybe a hat. And uh, if there was something that we talked about on the show, um, they can find it on our show notes um, or any of our instagram there will probably be a link that takes him to amazon give us a little kickback uh yeah so that's good yeah my goal is to set up an uh amazon uh page to kind of like mm-hmm. just kind of keep, keep permanent links up there uh, mm-hmm. but that's down the road that's work i don't mm-hmm. know i don't want to do work mm-hmm. all right uh mm-hmm. you can also follow us on social media at the 2oc on twitter instagram and facebook as anton mentioned some of those earlier uh Email us at mail at the two oc.com. Let us know what you thought about the Uber. Let us know about your Uber experiences or uh, just, you know, racism. What's your best racist joke? <laughs> oh, uh, and, and use that to also hit us up if you want to uh, get our friend code for Dr. Mario. All right, Anton. Mm-hmm. What All else? Right. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Uh, get a free audiobook download and 30 day free trial at audibletrial.com slash the two oc. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from, and you can use it on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So, uh, I think you talked about this a while ago on on the show, but you recommend a lot of the Halo um, mm-hmm. Halo books, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I'd probably recommend one. I bought one recently um, at the show. I don't know if it's on here yet, but I totally forgot the name of the book, but I'll say it on the next episode. Oh, uh, let's see here. I could probably pull it up. Silent Storm? No? Yeah, let me see. Uh, doing a little razzle-dazzle right now. Okay. It's one of the Scholastic uh, book logos. On the side. Oh, that's not it. I just looked on Audible of Halo, and the one's called Angel's Halo Forever Angel, and I think that's a, a, a romance book. <laughs> oh, no, not that one. <laughs> okay, nope. Uh, that's, it's, it, it, the cover is a blonde white girl... A, against the wall with a, a very beefy guy pressing against her. Yeah, it's gonna, that's going to get intense. Mm-hmm. Not that Halo. Mm-hmm. All right, Anton. Um, I think that's it. Um, that is cool. it. Cool. All right. For the 2OC, I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. See you. Right. Later. See you.